not only are we going to New Hampshire, we're going to South Carolina and Oklahoma and Arizona and North Dakota and New Mexico. We're going to California and Texas and New York. We're going to South Dakota and Oregon and Washington and Michigan. And then we're going to Washington, D.C. to take back the White House. You want me on that wall. You need me on that wall. You are listening to America's Healthcare Challenge with Sean McGuire. Join the conversation at 402-342-1290 or at 800-577-1290. Once again, direct from the American heartland, here's your host, Sean McGuire. Hi, and welcome back to America's Healthcare Challenge, the number one healthcare-related show in the country. This is Alan Hager sitting in for Sean as he's out in Chicago at another wedding uh, this weekend. Uh, before we went to the break, uh, we were talking with Pastor Brad Hayes, and if you want to join in the conversation, please dial up 402-342-1290 or 800-577-1290. And we were just getting ready to talk. We were talking a little bit about your book, and during the break yes. we were talking about some of the different things that you found uh, in that book or that, that you have found through your own experiences. Uh, and those have, I think, become the central tenets of Fresh Hope. So right. could you talk a little bit about right. that? The, the book is really based upon six principles that I found for my own mental health recovery. Um, I've lived the last 12 to 14 years without any major episodes or anything and major mood swings. I've had issues here and there like the normal average person does and a little seasonal depression here and there. But um, as far as the bipolar disorder really ruling over my life, it does, it does not. And um, so when I complained and complained to my doctor about this, he said, well, I'll help you. Let's, let's put together uh, the kind of group you want to go to. So um, he would just review what I wrote to make sure I was on track and things like that. But we came up with the, I came up with these six principles there. And, and by the way, we have both loved ones and those with a diagnosis in the group together, which is abnormal and unusual. And we are Christian group, although there's non-Christians that attend and they love it. Um, and it's not for evangelism. We're not, we're not going to tell people Jesus is going to heal them and they just need to go off their medicine. But we are whole beings, and you can't separate all of that. And so it's melted together, and it's based around these six principles. And the book takes you through the principles and works you through, through them in understanding. Uh, they're not steps like AA, but right. they are principles okay. that can be applied and things that you could do. For instance how to push through when you don't want to push through. Uh-huh. You know, when you're suffering from depression, many times you just want to collapse. You want to close the windows, draw the drapes, right. and stay in bed. And how sometimes you just got to push through, right. even though you can't, you feel like you can't. Right, and during the break you were telling me that uh, Kay Warren, uh, who is uh, one of the uh, co-founders. folks, co-founders of uh, Saddleback Church, her husband is Rick uh, Warren, who wrote The Purpose Driven Life, yes. uh, purchased a book. Yeah. And um, then didn't she also contact you uh, after she purchased and read it? Right. So talk about uh, that experience. Uh, one Thursday afternoon or evening, I was checking to see if we had any books that we needed to send out because uh, they can order them on a website or on Amazon. And um, there was this order from Kay Warren. And then the next day, uh, my assistant, Susan, had a call from there, and uh, she said, 
Kay Warren's personal assistant is trying to get a hold of you. Can you spend some time with her on the phone? And that's when we met, uh, so to speak, through her assistant, and we started. And then when they had their first mental health conference uh, gathering out there in Saddleback at Saddleback Church, which is one of the largest churches in the nation, and their son had committed suicide uh, about a year before that, and they asked me to share my story out there. Right, but that that also uh, has led to some other conversations uh, between you and, and Saddleback, I think, and uh, A Night of Inspiring Hope is coming up in April, Yes, so, and Kay Warren is coming to yeah, uh, speak. Yes, uh, we've asked her to come and speak and talk about um, what it's like to find hope when everything is hopeless and um, to to work through, you know, pain and difficulties. Everybody has that. And the, and the Night of Inspiring Hope is not really just for people who have mental health challenges or anything like that, but we're trying to wear, uh, bring awareness to the fact that in Christ, for instance, we have sure and certain solid hope that he'll always take it and make it work for our good, but also that we have a future, that we can have a life, that there is, in, no matter what kind of hopeless situation you face, it doesn't matter, there's, there's hope to be found. There's a silver lining, and it just is whether you're going to look for it or not. You know, it's like the child that comes into the room, and there's some horse stuff in the middle right. <laughs> of the room, right. and they say, gosh, oh, look at that, that's terrible. Or the next child says, well, where's the pony? So then, uh, also that same night, we're ha- you're having Josh Wilson, uh, yes, who is are. a mm-hmm. uh, contemporary Christian music artist, and he has an anxiety disorder, and yes. so this is something right up his alley as yes, well. Yes, absolutely. He'll be uh, providing a Christian concert, and he'll be singing and sharing along with his band. So it'll be a night for the city of Omaha. Uh, we want to bring awareness to the mental health challenges that people face but also just for anybody who's facing hopelessness, we want to inspire hope. So how can uh, folks who are listening on the radio find out more about the Night of Inspiring Hope and Fresh Hope? Sure. Uh, to find out more about Fresh Hope, you can go to www.freshhope.us, freshhope.us. And to find out more about the Night of Inspiring Hope, just go to nightofinspiringhope.com. Awesome. Um, we're also now going to dive into some mental health issues uh, that uh, I see uh constantly uh oh that, that pot, he, Brad's a huge podcaster as well and there he, he just started one called Flock Food and he's also doing one for Fresh Hope and maybe a couple others as yes. well so yeah. well there's two uh podcast programs that I'd like to bring to the listeners attention because we have numerous uh Fresh Hope groups in the metro area in Omaha and Lincoln there's, I think, five or six, and so people can find those on the website uh, because it's for loved ones as well as those who have a diagnosis. But um, I have a podcast that is listened to worldwide. We've got about 7,000 listeners on one of them, and that's Fresh Hope, or freshhopeformentalhealth.com. People can find programs there where we've interviewed people who are part of Fresh Hope and their stories, all the way from a homeless guy to somebody with schizophrenia who lives a quite normal life and does very well in spite of having schizophrenia. And then, we, so that program is more geared to those who have a diagnosis. And then we just started one. We just have our first program out called um, Holding to Hope for Mental Health. And people can find that one by going to holdingtohope.com. Well, I will tell you this. I, I, I know Brad. I've known Brad for a number of years. And 
I will tell you this. Everything that he does has purpose and meaning, and I'm honored, one, that he's a friend of mine, and yeah. two, uh, I'm thankful that he's able to come on the show and share all of this information uh, with our listeners because, you know, at, when we talk about whole health and wellness, which is one of the central things that we've talked about multiple times on this show, and we will continue to push wellness, and if you want more information about wellness innovations— this is a good segue. <laughs> uh, Wellness Innovations is offering uh, a discount to our uh, those who work with Edie Bellis on things. And so if you want more information about uh, Edie Bellis and Wellness Innovations and the discount that you get uh, with Wellness Innovations through Edie Bellis, contact Sean at uh, edbellisinc.com or healthreformexplained.com. And as we've talked previously about mental health coverage on our show Uh, One of the things that was promised by Obamacare, the Affordable Care Act, was that mental health coverage would be equal in a lot of the plans uh, under the Affordable Care Act. Well, there was a study done, and this is done uh, a little while ago, uh, by the Johns Hopkins Bloomberg School of Public Health found that consumer information on a quarter of the Obama plans, Obamacare plans that researchers examined, appear to go against mental health parity. Uh, designed to stop mm-hmm. discrimination and coverage for people with mental health or addiction problems. Mm-hmm. And that's a huge problem in the state of Nebraska. Yes, it is. And, and so uh, as a you're on the governor's board of uh, advisory committee uh, for mental health, on the advisory committee health. for behavioral health. What have you seen being on that advisory committee? Because we're a very rural state and we have yes. a very large. We have a lack of psychiatrists across the state. We have a lack of mental health care facilities across the state. We rank 48th in in mental health treatment across the state. What have you seen uh, some of those issues creating, uh, have created across our state? And is there anything that you would like to see done to better mental health in the state of Nebraska? Well, I'll start there first. I I think that uh, Nebraska needs to redo what Medicaid cover or what yeah Medicaid covers, and that would be to include peer support services in that. Uh, we have hundreds of people who have now been trained and certified by the state of Nebraska as peer support specialists. Peer support specialists are like an AA sponsor in many respects. Let's say you're coming out of the hospital. This person can work with you at finding a doctor, finding the right medication, staying on track with recovery, doing things that a therapist can't do, social workers don't have time to do. And um, they can be paid by Medicaid. They are paid by Medicaid in many states. If we would just renegotiate that and uh, do include that, we could prevent a lot of costs with mental health care in the state of Nebraska. Now, that that's a it's a tremendous change. It's a paradigm shift in how uh, mental health care services are given and provided and things like that. So that's that's just a simple one thing that we can do. The, the other thing is, is I think we need to understand that preventative mental health care is less expensive than putting all of our mentally ill in jail or, you know, a good yeah, 70 yeah, percent yeah. are in jail or homeless. These that, that's a, a tremendous cost. Now, I try to not be political, but I'm a conservative person. I'm I'm a Republican, which which is a rarity in in in, in, in this the mental field. health field. Yes, and part of the problem with living in a very red state is getting the state to understand 
we have to spend more money on this in order to to keep from having to spend so much money in other areas. And that just because you and this whole idea that people are uh, just responsible for bad decisions. Yes, there's bad decisions. There's bad behavior that comes about because of what we call behavioral health. But no one can be in their right mind if their brain doesn't work and function properly. And so there are things that are legitimately brain dysfunctions and misfires because the brain is just another organ in your body like your heart and your liver and other things. If it's not working, it's not going to work, right? right? And so your brain or your mind is what your brain does. And when your brain doesn't work right, you, we've got to provide help for that just to, and fairly across the board. Right. Just as right. we do if you had a heart problem, the insurance should cover it the same way. There should not be any stigma regarding it. So in those areas in Nebraska, we've got to help our Republican friends, my friends, understand these issues. Right. And, and I, find, I found this uh, article out of the Washington Post that's uh, titled Obamacare Mandated Better Mental Health Coverage. Well, it hasn't happened. And this was October 7th by Janelle Ross. And what I took away from it was that one of the things that they're talking about in this article is the horrible toll of rising heroin addiction, which is just devastating communities all mm -hmm. across the country yes. and uh, a lot of the discussion around this was limited access to substance abuse treatment and other forms of mental health care and what she was talking about was while you have some plans being uh, created or uh, the presidential candidates have created their own new health care plans and it'll be interesting well five of those uh, have been talked about Hillary Clinton, Carly Fiorina, Governor Christie, Rand Paul, and former Governor Jeb Bush have expressed support for expanding treatment options and policies that regard addiction as a disease rather than a crime. But the Washington, Washington Post showed that the share of substance abuse treatment patients receiving in-care uh, in that's covered by health insurance dropped by 10%, and that's down 12 points from 22% the year before. We've talked about whole health health care so many different times on our show. And we've talked about wellness. We've talked about prevention. One in four Americans have a mental illness. Right. They say one in four or one in five. It's something like that. And there are signs that if we were to brush our own knowledge base and educate ourselves about those symptoms and those signs that we could better help people mm -hmm. but we also need more psychiatrists because 84 percent of the psychiatrists in nebraska are in metro areas right and not in rural areas i tell you what it's in the the whole system nationwide as well as in the state of nebraska is, is in such disrepair all we provide really are acute services. If somebody's homicidal, suicidal, they could go to the hospital. They can keep them up to 72 hours or until they're stable. But then insurance stops paying, and there's no other, they, there's no other place for people to go into the transition. Medicine, for instance, does not work in 72 hours for somebody uh, that's severely depressed or even having a manic episode. It, it, we've got to depoliticize this issue. 
Um, when you mix mental illness and politics and the business of health insurance, you can expect a mess. Right, and that's and, what and we've it's had. Very complicated. Uh, there's things that Obama, the Obama health care plan, has attempted to do that have not been achieved, as it would be in either party. And um, it's my hope that somehow people can come together on this for the because everybody's got somebody in their family suffering with a mental health issue. Everybody does. Eighty percent of all Americans at one point in their life or another will have clinical depression point blank. There's more suicides today than there are car accidents in this country per year. There are more um, suicides by gun, deaths by self-inflicted gun wounds than there are murders by guns in this country. It's a crisis. Right. And, And what I'm trying to do by bringing you on to our show is to as we've had uh, experts in allergies come on or cardiologists or Dr. Frankel from UNMC come on and talk about all kinds of different healthcare-related topics, one topic that I think we are all nervous about talking about, and I'm, try- I'm very involved with Fresh Hope. I'll, I'll put that point blank. I'm very involved with their group. Um, I want to bring attention to mental health I want to try and break down the walls and barriers yeah, and stigma destigmatize it. and, and make it, you know, we, we need ways to destigmatize this because this is a crisis and we all know people who are uh, involved. When we come back after this break, Oh, I love this song. Hey, welcome to the jungle. Um, we're going to talk some more about Nebraska's healthcare crisis Uh, in mental health. We might touch base on one of my favorite topics, rural health, and how we can better these things in our state. You're listening to America's Healthcare Challenge on the mighty 1290 Coil. 